Hi, I'm Paul Stringfellow and welcome back to Tech Takeaways. Uh, we've been a little away for a little while while we've been thinking about some of the uh, some of the shows that we, we want to do. Uh, but what we wanted to do was to um, give you give some shows kind of uh, short term. So we've we've kind of come for a, a bunch of specials. So you'll notice um, a couple of changes. Uh, one, there's no Wayne, um, you know, which is uh, you take that take that as you need as a as a positive or a negative. Um, and we're also in a slightly different studio. So um, you know, we're, we're we're doing these shows um, thanks to our next door neighbours and good friends at the Anfield Rap who've um, allowed us to to use their studio. Um, and and as a Liverpool fan, this is very exciting for me to to be here doing that. So um, so anyway, I won't mention that anymore. Um, so it's just me and Jason. So Jason, how you doing? How you been? How you been? Great, yeah, show? yeah, um, yeah. It's good. Yeah, been um, been a little bit heavier because Christmas and all that. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's good to be back. It's it's a it's a nice nice new studio. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, good, it's, yeah, it's exciting. Change as good as the rest. Yeah, I yeah, say. yeah. Um, so, um, well, well, on today's topic, what we wanted to kind of dip into um, is uh, something that bizarrely is one of our favourite topics. Yeah. Um, and something that I think we both feel doesn't necessarily get thought about in to quite the extent it should do when we talk about cybersecurity or cybersecurity particularly. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, everybody's favourite uh, cat to kick. Um, not that I'm advocating kicking cats for any uh, any moment. Uh, but most people's favourite cat to kick is DNS because when something goes wrong, it's always it's DNS. always DNS. Um, so, Chase, why don't we start with why is DNS one of your favourite IT topics? Well, as you know, I love DNS. You do, you know, and when problems go wrong, it, it is often DNS. You know, hence the phrase. It's always DNS. Um, but yeah, I mean, DNS is one of these you know fundamental mechanisms that make essentially the internet work, make networks operate uh, in an in an efficient manner. So. When we're talking about DNS, we're talking about domain name service. So the translation from Google.com when you type it into your web browser to the actual IP address that is that is hosting the website. So it's a fundamental part of the way that networks and the internet works because the internet's obviously just a big network. Um, but it is often overlooked, as you say. Um, I think it, it kind of, it, it's just there, everyone takes it for granted, and it's, ah, DNS, don't really need to worry about that. But actually, the opposite, as we know, is often true. They do need to pay attention to that. Yeah, and I think actually you make a really good point in that it, it's so fundamental to pretty much everything we do. You know, it's it's kind of the, you know, it's the phone book um, and for youngsters, as you fear, what <laughs> yeah. one of those is. Well, one of those is, yeah. but it, it's the phone book for using the internet. But it's also the way, actually, that we communicate internally. So it's yeah. the way that your laptop finds your application. It's the way your laptop finds the next user on the network. So, so we use DNS extensively. And because we use DNS extensively, the thing that it makes it is a high-priority target for cyber attackers. You know, and, and, and it's kind of a double-edged thing. You know, it's something that cyber attackers will look to use a lot to try and compromise accounts, compromise access, compromise access to services. But it also means that it gives us, you know, and this is why I think both of us wanted to talk about this in something that's overlooked. It also gives us the opportunity to handle cyber attack much earlier in the attack chain if we look properly at how yeah. we secure DNS. Yeah, that's right. so, yeah. so, so in terms of the threats that comes with DNS from a cybersecurity point of view, can you give us some examples of, of where you've seen that as, a, as an issue? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, when, when we're talking about DNS requests, we're talking about someone using a name, you know, at google.com, and it ended up on a web page somewhere. So a great example when we're talking about security with that is, is spoofing, domain spoofing. So instead of google.com, it's google.com, but with a one as the L. 
so it, to the human eye, it looks like Google.com, but actually it's not. When you use that with phishing emails, um, that that page could look like, say, a M365 login page designed to compromise credentials. So it's a phishing attempt designed to obtain some credentials and then use them credentials at a later stage in a cyber attack to then get into get into the account, get into the network, and maybe access some data. Um, so when we look at DNS in that way, and we say, well, what what is this web page that the user is trying to go to? What's the reputation like? You know, does it does the web page have a reputation because people have gone to it before and it's it's a known good web page, or does it have no reputation because it's literally just being created with the sole purpose of phishing email? There's a link in a phishing email to that page. When a user clicks it, obviously it then go, goes that way. So uh, I, I suppose that that's the interesting part to me because it, it's it's just it's so often overlooked. You know, we, we speak to a lot of customers and, they, you know, they've got quite a good grasp on um, incident response, endpoint security firewalls. You say, okay, what, what are you doing about DNS? And I'm like, well, but nothing. Or, oh, well, we've not really thought about that. But there are services that will look look at those DNS requests and block them. Yeah. Uh, policy-based block as well. So you could say, um, set up a policy within your organization that says any device that goes to this web page, um, if it if it's not in one of these categories, so it's not been seen before and categorized, just block it. Um, and, and that's really effective about um, against phishing attacks, essentially. Yeah, and I think that, that kind of whole thing with DNS in that, it's so important to the way that we, you know, we talked before about it. it's, it's so important to the way you communicate with services. So, you know, hijacking that that communication yeah. channel is a really important tool that cyber attackers have. Because like you said, you, you know, gave examples there of you think you're going to a site, somebody has stolen kind of the way, you know, so they I, they may have dropped a piece of code on your machine that's hijacking all your DNS requests, make them somewhere further up the chain, but they're, they're making that request, yeah, getting yeah. redirected somewhere then putting in what they feel is appropriate credentials or appropriate information, and information then gets stolen. Because there's other elements of yeah. this as well, you know. So, so I think one of the things that, that I, I see is the idea that actually if somebody deploys some malware that's then going to talk to a command and control service, yeah. well, one of the things that you can that you know about that service is that the only way that that malware is getting to the service is it's making a DNS request to do so. Absolutely, yeah. And, and on, on an endpoint... Because that endpoint is likely to have some kind of protection software on it, that may be blocked. Like not not all AV vendors are going to block it, but but a lot will. Um, but it's it's devices that are on your network that are networked, like printers, for example. Printers can be compromised. Yeah. They run a web server. They can be compromised in exactly the same way. You can't put endpoint software on that. So how do you secure it? How how do you stop it from getting out to that web page? The only way to do it is to look at those DNS requests and intercept them en route. So, you know, when we're talking about um, DNS protection, we're not necessarily talking about something that sits on the machine itself. We're talking about a service that sits within a network that will essentially look up the URL against the DNS protection service. Um, so things like uh, security cameras, so... Uh, uh, with a, like a, I'm not going to name any names, but there's the, the some questionable IP camera manufacturers out for there. legal reasons. Don't name uh, names. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. Um, but they they can be compromised um, as well as printers, as well as anything else that sits on your network. So we need to pay particular attention to them because they can be used as jump off points to the rest of the network. So services like um, 
like quad nine. So um, nine dot nine dot nine dot nine as a DNS server will do some security for you. That that's a free service. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, um, but essentially that will do reputational based protection for websites that have been seen before and will block access to web pages that haven't. Um, so that that's a real quick and effective way of getting quite a good level of security set up. Yeah, and, and I agree. That. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, it's, it's kind of why it's one of our, I think, subjects of interest because actually solving the problem is so much easier than people realize. It you know, really quite, is, yeah. Quite a lot of cybersecurity yeah. issues that we're trying to solve are quite complicated. So, you know, and we're, we're seeing people invest in increasingly, you know, things that are using analytics, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, you talked before about threat detection and response and MDR services. You know, people are spending a lot of money on those services, but actually DNS, you know, it, and there's a benefit to dealing with DNS, you know, because we, we kind of talked about it. it's almost the first part of any attack chain that something is going to make yeah. a request to something else. Yeah. So if you can stop that part of the attack chain that early on, the amount of things, so, you know, you identify something beaconing out to a command and control service and you can block it there and then. Yeah, but but even I mean, you talked before about some of that idea of um, you know domains that are close to. So you know, so there's there's a whole bunch of things that you can look for from a DNS point of view. You know, so if you've got a good threat intelligence service, there's a whole bunch of things you can look at that are good early indications of potential yeah, attacks. Absolutely. So you know, yeah. people registering domain names that are similar. You know, so kind of that DNS typo type type attack. Uh, people who are using domain generation algorithms, so you suddenly see. A creation of a whole bunch of kind of spurious email that are clearly being generated by an algorithm yeah. but all of these things are kind of signs of potential attack actually if you if you take the time to put things in place you can stop these you can be very very proactive in in addressing these things so so there's lots of benefits i think to dealing yeah. with dns but Absolutely. i mean you just talked you've touched on some of the easy stuff that you can do in terms of things like dns filtering so the idea that you can you know, block sites based on reputation, block sites based on categories. So, you know, you don't want people accessing... Inappropriate content yeah, at work. Yeah. Again, good word for legal yeah, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to name a whole bunch of sites, but probably best I don't. <laughs> um, you know, so, but, but is there any other things that, that you've got experience of people doing to help secure DNS? And bear in mind, you know, and I appreciate people might be watching this and thinking, well, you're only talking about outbound. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about inbound maybe on a, on a different show because there's a whole bunch of things there. But, but is there other stuff that you've you've seen that, that people could be doing to, to help secure DNS? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, thinking about it for starters yeah. is, is yeah, probably start the first it. one. Yeah, so think about what it what it is and what it means in the network. And, um, you know, you mentioned about uh, companies deploying endpoint software to devices. Well, well, this kind of covers the the places where it can't be installed. So, so, so that's quite nice. Um, but you, you're absolutely right. You know, anyone that owns a domain name has records associated to that domain name, which is in, in a lot of cases fundamental to the way that they do business. So, you know, gardenersystems.co.uk is our domain name and there's IP addresses listed to that to third-party services that we use. Any kind of compromise on that DNS record could mean that people trying to visit our webpage are redirected to a illegitimate site, you know, malicious code on that site that is designed to, um, to attack them, uh, essentially or it could just be disruption of service. Um, so we've seen uh, a lot more organizations paying particular attention to their DNS records and um, being a lot more aware of it and doing kind of basic steps of go to the DNS control panel, turn on MFA, you know, make sure that people can't get on there. Um, 
but also uh, things like um, uh, when we talk about email. Um, so people setting up uh, DKIM and DMARC so that when you send an email out, it is guaranteed that it is from you because it's come from your domain and that's validated by the DNS records that are in that domain. Um, anyone that was attempting to then spoof would fail those checks and the emails would be automatically junked. Um, so so, that, so that's quite important. Um, and, they're, and they're good examples of kind of proactive DNS security as well, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're using DNS as, as part, of, part of your security. Yeah, and, and it's interesting that you mentioned earlier about the, the kind of early indicators of an attack because in, in most cases, I, I think the statistic is, is somewhere between 85 and 90%, depending on who you ask, but there's normally always an indicator before the attack. And DNS outbound requests or emails coming in um, that then we see uh, a phishing email coming in and then an outbound request to the, to the URL, that's an indicator that that's been clicked upon. Um, so then seeing an attack within the next few weeks, that is an indicator to go off. Um, so the earlier that you can spot and recognize those, the better chance you have of nipping it in a bud early before any damage is caused. And, and these are these are solutions that they're not hard to get hold of. They're not hard to implement. You know, so actually yeah. something like DNS filtering. You know, you, a, a lot of people will have firewall vendors that have a DNS filter built in. Absolutely. You just need to check. The Turn box. it on. Yeah. You know, but but it's also the ability to just easily reroute people to uh, a DNS filtering service. Reroute people to use a secondary DNS that's got a whole bunch of security built in. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned before there's endpoint security tools that will apply DNS security. And then there's, you know, specialized DNS security services. You know, you can go out to what get commonly called DDI vendors, so that's DNS, DHCP, IP management, but, you know, as a as a series of things, they can build DNS security. And so yeah. there's, there's a whole bunch of things from really straightforward to relatively complex, depending on your environment, that you can do to solve the problem. And I think, you know, and the reason we wanted to have this chat was, I think, because we, we find it strange that people don't look at this and, and yeah. necessarily deal with that problem. Like you said before, actually, just go, is, yeah. oh, DNS, that's just a thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, DNS security is something that I first worked with probably, I would, I'm going to say, uh, t 12 years ago now. Um, and w when I first started working, with, I, I thought, wow, ev surely everyone's using this. And, and fast forward to today. It, there's still that people people aren't sure about it um so i'm glad that we're doing a podcast on it actually to try and raise your awareness a little bit but i i would i would encourage anyone that isn't sure to 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 reach out you know you can contact us you can contact you know whoever it is if, if you're working with another it provider speak to them about it um essentially Make sure to be that fair, you work with the IT provider. Speak to us about it. I think it's the is a correct <laughs> answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But I, you know, I mean, the, the information's there. You know, ed educate and and learn from it. Take 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 advantage of the resources that are open and available to you, and consider DNS. Well, oh, that feels like a good place to wrap up. You know, I think, and you know, and, and I suppose there's one takeaway from this. You know, I suppose the thing that you want to be asking yourself, if you're watching or listening to this show, is what are you doing about your DNS security? Yeah. And if you don't know the answer to that, it's yeah, probably go away and go away and take it, yeah. take a look at it. Yeah. Watch this back. Um, you can watch it on one and a half speed if you want, if you don't want to watch the, the whole thing, if it's too long to take 15 minutes about talking about DNS. But you know, I, I think that's it's such a crucial thing you can do. And the, the, it's a relatively simple thing to implement, relatively low cost a lot of the time. 
and the value is potentially really high. Yeah, it's massive. So I think it's it, it's well worth it. So, Jake, it's been great. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah. th- thanks for that. And um, you know, for for everybody else, uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us some comments. Um, and if you want to make sure you catch all future episodes of Tech Takeaways, uh, then do subscribe and click like as well, because that'll help other people. Yeah, down there, I think uh, that that'll help other people to find the show um, and find out fascinating things about uh, the whole world of DNS. Uh, so until next time, Jace and everybody watching, thanks for watching.